Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Tactical Strength and Conditioning Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Um, and I've started this podcast uh, for mostly the, uh, the tactical community. Well, more or less for cops, fighter fighters, military, first responders, anybody that's in that type of profession. And basically what we're going to go over during these podcasts is a lot of what, nutrition, you know, what you should be eating. Uh, not only for your workouts, but for uh, throughout the day, because, uh, you know, in those types of jobs, uh, the energy requirements and the calorie expenditure is a lot different than the average uh, normal person and what they need to do. So you need to, depending on what your job is, because a lot of different jobs out there uh, require different types of uh, calorie requirements, which we'll get into in later episodes. And then things of that such nature. So it's not only for current law enforcement, it's also for people that want to get into those types of jobs, um, military, law enforcement, firefighters, contract security, or people that have actually retired, that have actually gotten maybe injured uh, throughout the course of their career and they're finding it difficult to uh, to find activities that they can do to, to enjoy their retirement. So. We're going to go over things like that, such as um, mobility work and uh, flexibility training and how to alter your workouts because, you know, to kind of suit, you know, how your body is moving differently because of those uh, those injuries. Uh, for those of the, that don't know, a little bit of background about me, I spent 20 years in the U.S. military. Uh, I did uh, 10 years in law enforcement. I got out of that and I've been doing contract security since uh, 2016. Um and I'm actually going back to school uh, for my master's degree in biomechanics. I actually have one that is in exercise science and sports nutrition. Uh, so today what we're going to do is I'm going to take a, um, uh, we're going to do a quick down and dirty, I guess, uh, for, you know, for what you need to take your in your intro workout. A lot of people have asked me, um, you know, about certain, such things as this is like what they should be taking into uh, into their bodies when they're doing uh, these types of things. So um, so we'll get into that. And, um, you know, so one of the things I like to tell people is, is whatever your preference is for, for pre-workout, but what is your overall goal of the workout? What are you trying to accomplish? So... One of the things is, is I get asked is, should you use BCAs during a metabolic workout? So um, you can do use a low dose, you know, if you're if you're going to do it. Uh, we shouldn't be causing a lot of intermuscular damage during that type of, of, of workout, um, you know, and our goal is not necessarily hypertrophy or a big dose of uh, losing our amino acids, which is what's going to happen when you have that type of hypertrophy hypertrophy workout is you're going to be losing um, a lot of those aminos. So um, so basically, you know, branch chains are, are in there as a fuel source to the liver to continue to provide glucose, okay? So, you know, that's one of the, uh, the main reasons for, for them being in there. So when you're trying to build muscle in a hypertrophy workout, you want to keep that glucose coming into your system. So, you know, keeping... Yeah, it, it kind of uh, helps uh, keep you from making uh, more cortisol than than is needed in that type of workout. Okay, 
So instead of using BCAs, an inter-workout uh, that I like to use is, is a carb supplement. You know, that's a better option for you. And, you know, if that option is available for you, I, I take a on one products. They have a, a really good uh, carb supplement for inter-workouts. Really, uh, really good. And I like uh, using that. So depending on what the state uh, you're in in terms of your program, the dietary strategy that you were, you're trying to, to use. So carbs are also, they, well, they tend to be, the carb supplement tends to be a lot cheaper. Yeah, you know, so uh, rather be providing carbohydrates because this is essentially what you're using branch chains for, okay? So they're going to go to the liver and I'm not going to make glucose with them, okay? So during this type, during this type of training. So you might as well uh, use carbohydrates. Uh, if you're going to use BCAs, um, I would use like a very minimal dose of it during during your, your workout during this type of, of, of training. Now, keep in mind it's it's the type of training that we're doing. Okay, you guys you gotta look at that at overall. Am I saying never to use BCA during training? Well, no. It depends on your workout. What we're talking about is more you know of a uh, um, you know a metabolic uh, training rather than uh, hypertrophy. Okay, so. Like uh, six grams um, is based off of uh, aerobic work, you know, and that six grams applies, applies more to uh, this type of training than it does uh, to hypertrophy or neurological base training or strength training, okay? So with carbohydrates, definitely want carbs in there unless you're depleting, you're trying to get you know, you know, you're trying to burn off that, that extra fat. So that's why you're going into a depletion for carbs. So then you might not want to do the carbs. So again, it depends on what you're doing with your diet, what you're doing with your training, you know, so that's what's all going to determine what goes into your intro workout mix that you're, that you're doing. Okay. So, uh, you're just trying to give yourself enough, uh, energy in the workout uh, uh, to start when you're in the depleted state. Okay. So, you know, if you're depleting, you know, you want to get, you can have an um, MCT oil, uh, but that's more for, you know, like I said, the mental energy, uh, to, to get you started into that workout. If you're depleting, if not, then, you know, MTC oils, you know, not a bad thing to, to put in your intro workout. You know, so if you're if you're doing that in the depletion, and then let your your metabolic hormones uh, do the thing that carries you through eighty percent of your workout, so you don't need that. You know, if you're depleted, okay. Okay, the dose is very dependent on how many carbohydrates you need. You know, so that goes back in line of all right. Well, how much do I need? How what am I what am I uh, macros for that for that day okay because it's going to be depending on what you're training like what muscle groups you're training how many of uh those groups are you training how big they are you know and how demanding is your workout going to be how much volume are you going to be doing you know so are you at causing more oxidative stretch stress in the muscle you know is that's what you're going for uh or more of a, a a, lat, a lactic base stress 
uh, training. And so that all depends on uh, what you, what your um, the uh, amount that you're going to put in. So okay. And then the other thing is how depleted are you going to be? You know, where am I in that depletion state? Where is my glycogen levels at? So obviously, the lower your glycogen level is going in, the more you're going to need to be dependent on those intra-workout carbohydrates. Okay, so keep in mind that no matter how many intra-workout carbohydrates you take, uh, you'll never be able to um, supersede the effect of having muscle glycogen because glycogen is right there in the muscle, all right? It's there, it's being stored, it's being ready to use, okay? Okay, so this stuff that has to go through your digestive tract, through your bloodstream, find its way to the tissue, be taken up into that tissue, and then, you know, it can be used. It's a long way from being readily available to the muscles that are trying to be used, okay? So, um, is it better not having any carbohydrate? So, you know, basically, yes, you know, if you're depleted. The whole purpose of taking the intra-workout carbohydrates is to make your liver's job easier because you're doing a workout where it's going to be trying to pump as much of glucose to your muscles. So your liver is working really, really hard. You know, okay, okay, and then these carbohydrates are going to help uh, buffer that effect so because ultimately you know when we're trying to do this so like say you're you're trying to get uh, your body to come down uh, you're not trying to kick uh, your liver you know so you you know just being there during these training sessions you're trying to stimulate uh, growth hormone okay so we're trying to stimulate those muscle groups to take up more carbohydrates and nutrients uh, partitioning to lean tissue and kind of starve off the fat okay to speak because that's what we're doing when we're in a depletion level we want to kind of starve off that fat okay so without having to you know go to extreme uh, diet levels uh, like some of these competitors do which I think is bad in, in, in itself uh, uh, they just need to get more educated about nutrition okay so so that is what the purpose of those inter-workout carbohydrates is for, okay? It's not performance replacing glycogen, okay? Uh, will it increase some performance levels if you're depleted? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because, you know, you're putting carbs back in the system that's going to help replace all that glycogen and everything. So even if you're not depleted, if we'll improve a certain amount, but you can, like if somebody had a full glycogen and, and somebody was empty, and took a bunch of inter-workout carbohydrates, the person with the glycogen level will outperform the person with the mass of inter-workout carbohydrates in any day. So basically, you know, food is better than supplements. Don't ever replace, you know, that. So make sure that you're getting your nutrition in from real, real food and make sure that, you know, you're having glycogen stores. So, you know, from uh, your food that you're you're taking in okay so okay one of the other things that that I actually started using in some of my uh, pre-workout um, or my, I'm sorry not my pre-workout my intra-workout is glutamine okay and I really actually like it I usually I used to put it in uh, after my workout for recovery but uh, I like it here because one of the aspects 
that glutamine has is it helps clear acid at the kidney level. Okay, so glutamine here is very good at helping you clear all that metabolic waste that's in your, your kidneys. Okay, so you use glutamine in the kidneys to be able to neutralize that. Um, so you can pee out all the byproducts of all the stuff that you're taking, you know, which you're kind of expelling all the, the unnecessary stuff. Okay, so in terms of protecting your kidneys in high protein uh, and lots of training, okay. So that's one of the, that's the purpose of that. So, you know, high protein, lots of, lots of training, uh, especially metabolic style training. Glutamine is a very, very valuable asset there. So it's also just going to help you clear waste so that you can recover a lot faster. Um, that's why I used to use it at, uh, after my workouts, but now I'm actually using it as my, my intro workout. Uh, a little tip uh, from one of the people that I follow uh, actually made that available. So, you know, so, you know, it'll help you recover faster. Your stress hormones will go faster and, and, you know, so that'll help, help with the recovery. Okay. So the other thing is uh, carnitine. Okay. So we had some, if you have some in, your pre-workout, you know, spacing it out little by little, uh, you you tend to be able to absorb a certain amount of carnitine at a time, okay? Just like protein, you can only absorb a certain amount of protein at a time. So, you know, you can't take in like, you know, 50 grams of protein, you know, every time you have a protein drink because your body's not absorbing all of that. And that's something that we'll get into a little bit later about, you know, what you need to do for your, your protein intake, okay? So... You know, like I said, you space it out a little, so have a little bit of pre and a little bit of your intro workout. So if I'm going to have um, carnitine intro workout during a metabolic phase, I'm going to focus more on it in the pre-workout, okay? So I got the, the brain going um, with some, um, some carnitine. So if we're not going to combine... Uh, the two different types of carnitine at the beginning of the workout, um, you can only do um, you can only do it pre, okay, and then firmerate intro workout, okay, uh, to get more of a fat burning uh, benefit. F U M A R A T E. If anybody wants to look that up, you can get some of that off of Amazon. Um, you can get more of a fat burning benefit from that. Citrulline also, that's something that I, I've always used. Um, you know, it's the same thing. It'll help with the, the fat burning, you know. So if I, if I do those two things, I'll split the, the doses. So whatever the dose is going to be optimal for you and divide it between the two pre and intra workout. Okay. So what I find sometimes is that people will take, um, especially during this type of training, because they're just burning so much glucose is that citrusine, they'll take it, they'll have a great pump at the beginning of the workout, and then they start to fade off towards the, the, the end of the workout. So, you know, splitting up the dosage could help that. Um, and another thing that can happen um, is uh, if you're going to, uh, is that if you lose your pump during metabolic training, chances are that you're, 
you may be too getting too much oxidative stress on the muscle, too much inflammation, uh, because that stuff uh, just absolutely destroys the uh, the nitric oxide, and you will definitely lose your pump regardless of how many carbohydrates you're you're, you're taking in. So it's not always that just you ran out of citrulline, like we're going to make your pump and your blood flow better, like supernatural. Um, so you know, well the lactic, the lack of citrulline that is likely overproduced oxidative stress or inflammation. So if you're losing your pump, that's probably because of one of those, uh, those few uh, factors. Okay. So either your training program is not the correct stimulus or it's too much or it's too long. Okay. Or you need to look at the volume, the type of volume you're doing during the workout, you know, or maybe, you know, you just, you're using a rep scheme uh, that's more intense metabolically that you don't need at that time. Okay, so then the other thing is, is beta alanine. Okay, uh, just spacing that out so you have some of the intra-workout and pre-workout as well. Um, this so you know you can take away from training to help bring up those muscle carnitine levels. You know, so you don't always have to have that in your, your intra and your pre-workout. You can always, you know, cut that out every once in a while. Okay, to help bring up, you know, your levels. Okay. So I, I just want to make it clear that it does not have to be taken out right at the workout for that benefit. But in terms of buffering the lactic acid effect and allowing you to perform better uh, during that type of metabolic stress, uh, then you do need to take it around the workout, you know, the uh, post-workout, okay, and around the workout. So, you know, so post-workout, Okay, there's going to be, you know, two focuses. You know, one, if you're focusing on body composition and you're doing metabolic phase because we're trying to improve our ability to recover from hypertrophy training. Okay, so like when you're putting hypertrophy phase in your periodization, but not necessarily it's the sole goal of fat loss. Okay, so you don't really care too much about fat loss, but we need to know we're trying to enhance the qualities of other portions of training. Okay, so basically this is one we're trying to lose body fat. Then the next example that we can use is that we need to lose any of the body fat. So what we do need to lose is small. So in the case we're going to focus on not really taking a whole bunch of whole protein or protein powder, but mainly focusing on the essential aminos, okay? So that's just like uh, going to allow me to get into the recovery process that you need to do right away. So, okay, if you use complete protein powder, it will be a small dose, like 20 grams, because, you know, you don't need that much. Uh, so, you know, you're not going to have a huge spike of insulin here or, you know, a huge spike of uh, lysine. Um, what we're trying to do is just to provide nutrients for what little stress we put on the tissue mechanically so we can recover. Okay. Also post-workout creatine, you know, if you're having some, only if you're having some carbohydrates, if you're not having some carbohydrates, you know, you know, because that's going to help the creatine come in. If you're not having carbs post training, then skip the creatine because you won't absorb enough to, to better use it at, at 
that other levels, okay? So, you know, those are some of the things. Now, I'm going to wrap it up here because uh, I've been talking for, for a while. And tomorrow I'm going to get more, I'm going to go back in more into post-workout um, and stuff like that, what I'm, I'm doing. But my main focus here was trying to get into the inter-workout and give you guys a little bit of a taste of, of, of the post-workout that, that I'm doing and, and everything. Uh, so, like I said, this podcast is for everybody. Uh, if you guys like it, leave a comment or just uh, send me a suggestion of what you want to me to discuss or talk about or anything like that in the future with nutrition, training, eh, anything. Uh, it can be anything, um, you know, so I can get around to getting all that stuff. Uh, and a lot of the stuff that I'm learning, I'm, I'm letting you guys know, I'm learning it because I'm, I'm in school. I'm using my, my post 9-11 GI Bill to go back to school to learn all this stuff about nutrition and training and stuff like that for exercise science, gearing specifically towards the uh, tactical community. So a lot of this stuff I'm getting from the NSCA and a few other sources uh, online and stuff like that. So I am taking all these courses. I'm pretty much getting on the podcast and eventually, you know, I'm going to start uploading it to uh, YouTube. I do have a YouTube channel where I, I, I show you like a lot of my post-workout nutrition, post-workout supplements, intra-workout supplements and, and those sorts of things. But if you like the podcast, you know, make sure you uh, send it to all your friends and uh, start. Let's build this up, especially, you know, for all you guys that are out there, they're in the tactical community and everything. So you guys, everybody out there, please stay safe and, you know, I hope you have a good lifting week.